Today on Broadway for Wednesday, April 11th, 2018, I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanetti. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, uh, I don't really have anything here. No, normally I have some sort of banter prepared and I got, I got nothing today. It seems like a pretty slow day um, in everything other than the world of politics and social media. I'm pretty sure that they should run a production of Chicago in Washington, D.C., had the whole, uh, yeah, I, I would say you need to go that that direction or like the the lawyer using people as marionettes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> either one. But you know, maybe here's the thing: if you're going to have lawmakers question somebody who runs the largest social media website in the world, maybe have said senators know what social media is and how it works. Oh, Ted Cruz, he's a bright child. Mm. 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 All right. Well, let's get on to the topic at hand. First up in the news, uh, so Matt, yesterday we learned that some Broadway stars are headed out of town. Yeah, yesterday we got news about three different Tony nominees that are going to be going out of town to do short regional runs at massive theaters across the country. The first was announced as part of the Kennedy Center's season, which included the Broadway touring shows, some concerts and some other dance type touring events. But it also featured some of their original uh, their original programming series as well. In the coming year, the Kennedy Senators, the Kennedy Centers, I said Kennedy Senator, I think Senator Kennedy just goes. <laughs> together and Freudian slip. But anyway, okay, in the coming year, the Kennedy Center's new Broadway Center series, uh, stage series, will present Little Shop of Horrors, The Who's Tommy, and The Music Man. That last one will star Tony nominee Norm Lewis as Professor Harold Hill. Little Shop will run for a week in October uh, of 2018. Tommy, which Norm was in the original Broadway cast of, will be in April of next year, and The Music Man will run from February 6th through 10th of 2019 in the Eisenhower Theater. No other casting or creative teams for these week-long runs have yet been announced. Now, let's move, oh, I don't know, 822.3 miles almost due east on I-70 out to St. Louis Muni's, uh, St. Louis's Muni Theater, where we need to talk about another week-long run. This one is the previously announced production of Annie, which will play the outdoor theater from July 18th through 25th of this summer and will be directed by Tony nominee John Tartaglia as part of the Venerable Theater Institution's 100th anniversary season. That information is not new. But what we did learn on Tuesday was that Spamalot and Shrek Tony nominee Christopher Sieber will be playing Oliver Warbucks in the production. And Disaster Tony nominee Disaster was the show she was nominated for. I'm not calling her Disaster. I don't know her, but I, I hear she's lovely. Big Jurassic Park fan. But anyway, uh, Disaster <laughs> Tony nominee Jennifer Samard will be playing Miss Hannigan. Further casting will be announced as the production approaches. Now, James, it's time to get serious here. This isn't something that you would understand, and I, I forgive you for that, but I have all too much firsthand knowledge. But I know that Chris Sieber is dedicated to his craft, and, but I'm going to go on record and highly encourage him to go with a bald cap for the production of Annie. It is so hot in St. Louis during the summer. He does not want to be up on that stage sweating with no hair or a cap or anything to sop it up. I speak from the painful experience of someone with very little hair that lives in Orlando. Okay. Uh, perhaps you could uh, run that up to flagpole with Rob and have him run it across the lake yes. to Chris's house. 
Yes, my my boss lives across a lake from Chris Fever, so maybe we'll <laughs> send it on a boat or something. But yeah, I, I, that's why when you see me, especially in Orlando, I'm almost always wearing a hat that does the job of what someone with a nice, full, lush head of hair like yours is supposed to do. Oh, that's very kind of you. <sighs> you know who else has got a full head of hair? Uh, yes, because I've seen the script, but go ahead. <laughs> well, Pat Lapone is not afraid to speak her mind. No, no, she is not. Uh, yesterday over in London, Miss Lapone was meeting with the media as part of the press efforts for this fall's gender-bent production of Company. And she had some comments that seemed to have stoked a little bit of controversy, uh, especially on the interwebs and message boards and social media. There was a couple other things. She got into some ALW-related stuff, but we're going to focus on something else here. According to the stage, she said, quote, the business, speaking of theater, is horrible, and it's been horrible forever, and it's worse now because of Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, and legitimate actors that have trained in the profession have a harder time getting hired than personalities on YouTube or on Twitter. Her main issue isn't necessarily that stars known for other things than the stage work uh, actually come and do theater, but rather they, that they do it unprepared and only in an effort to earn a new level of credibility for their careers. She continued, quote, I've seen terrible performances by stage actors, and I've seen brilliant performances by film actors coming to the stage. But it's when an actor tries to legitimize themselves without having stage experience, that's when you go, stop it. And there's been several of those. James, I, I love Patty Lapone, and I understand that she was likely just asked a question about stars parachuting into the theater. But I feel like if you or she dug down into what she was actually saying, it would have nothing to do with whether or not someone has a certain amount or a kind of experience or not. Presumably, she's talking about the highest levels of theater, Broadway, major off-Broadway, the West End, and so on. So to me, of, of course, you expect everybody to be prepared. You want everyone to be good at that level. But I don't personally care what your background is as long as the director and the producers think you can do a good job and you do said good job. Um, you know, Patty's had plenty of opportunities to work on screen. She's done a ton of TV shows, especially in, in recent years. So it's not like these things don't go both ways. But even if you ignore all of the business incentives of having a big star come to Broadway, there are just certain stars that even if they want to get their feet wet on stage, they're just at a certain level that it's got to be Broadway or the West End or something of that nature. Or it's going to kind of look ridiculous or be too much of a fiasco. I mean, James, you and I both saw Lobby Hero. It's not like Chris Evans could get some stage experience by doing a 99-seater, uh, a show at a 99-seater in L.A. I mean, if he's going to do a play, it's pretty much got to be this. I mean, would you expect Bruce Springsteen to go off Broadway? No, of course not. That's what I mean. <laughs> I mean, but but I mean, you're kidding. But uh, of course, I mean, people who are big stars, there's obviously an incentive for the producers to bring them into shows. Get that. But even if you put that aside, where does she want? Does she want them to go and do a bus and truck and and you know do stops in Peoria and Omaha? I, I mean, I I appreciate what she's saying that you want everyone to be good, and she's sticking up for theater actors. Um, um, Hunter Foster said something similar a few years ago after Tony nominations came out. But eventually, if they can do the job, who the hell cares where they get the experience or if they have no experience at all? Who cares as long as they do the job? So I didn't read this article, but uh, I did see lots of comments that uh, Patty was talking about the Parisian woman. Was that from this article? 
It was not from this article, but I believe she's spoken about Uma Thurman before, specifically Uma Thurman. But I mean, Uma Thurman has stage experience, both off Broadway and I believe on Broadway as well. So I, you know, it, that's the other thing is like, I love Patty and I think she can say whatever the hell she wants because one, she's earned it. Two, she's a human being. So people can pretty much say whatever they want. But, but three, I mean, she's, you know, she's interesting and I like listening to it. But, you know, I, I don't think that there needs to be a level of, of, punching down when you have reached a certain level. Not that Uma Thurman is, is down necessarily, but it, it feels like why you got to go there. You know, it, it, the discretion is the better part of valor. Maybe Patty's just channeling her inner stretch. Uh, I mean, that's good. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> next story, classic stage to welcome Tony winner for this summer's Carmen Jones. Yeah, they are indeed, James. On Tuesday, the Classic Stage Company announced that Tony winner and big screen dream girl Anika Noni Rose will take on the title role in Rodgers and Hammerstein's rarely seen Carmen Jones. Based on Georges Bizet's opera Carmen, CSC's production will be the first major New York revival of the show since it premiered on Broadway in 1943. The company's artistic director, Tony winner John Doyle, will direct and Bill T. Jones will choreograph. Um, we have other casting in the show notes if you want to see where the list currently stands but the actor playing joe will be announced shortly the show is currently scheduled to run from june 8th through july 29th now james i vaguely remember seeing the movie version of this which came out just like three years after the broadway production um it starred dorothy dandridge and harry belafonte and on one of his albums mandy patinkin sang beat out that rhythm on the drum which i love that's still like my go-to Mandy impression. Um, but other than that, I don't know much about this one, but I already have after we're done, I've got the, uh, CSC ticket page. I'm going to buy a ticket for when I'm in town. Although I just keep getting a loading signal on their buy ticket page. So maybe I won't, but, uh, this is definitely one I want to check out just because like I said, you don't get to see it very often. What do we have in our recommendation section? Well, first, you have a recommendation. You sent this over to me. I haven't listened to it yet. It is a segment, a pretty good long segment, about a 45-minute segment from uh, NPR's Fresh Air with Terry Gross. She interviews uh, Todd Purdom about his new book, sticking with the R&H theme here. Uh, it's called Something and Something Wonderful, and it looks at the creative partnership and strained personal relationship between Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein II. You listened to this already, I believe? I did, and this is uh, – you have to stop listening to our podcast right now and go listen to this because – I mean – Did you leave already? Oh. No, I mean like <laughs> – No, said, I mean – Listen yeah. to it after you finish listening to us, but yeah. that's fine. Whatever. No, I mean uh, I, I mean Terry Gross is everything uh, – she, she is perfect in her – in her exploration of the the discussion in the uh, interview here, and Todd Purdom uh, just came. His level of depth of knowledge for Roger and Hammerstein is just unbelievable. Plus, they have tons of clips uh, and examples, and this is just a perfect podcast. You have to go listen to this uh, NPR's Fresh Air uh, with Todd Purdom. It's it's so good. Awesome. Well, I will cue that up onto my uh, 
uh, iPhone. I'm going to go to the gym after we record. So I'll listen to that while I'm on the treadmill. Sounds like fun. Um, one more recommendation is uh, yesterday, uh, my friends over at Broadway World, we premiered a new show uh, starring one of our favorite hosts, Katie Lynch. And she is sitting down with a handful of stars in a new series we're calling Spotlight Dinner. And in this episode, she talks with four uh, actors who are currently in roles making their Broadway debut. SpongeBob SquarePants' Ethan Slater, Once on This Island's Alex Newell, Newell uh, Kinky Boots' uh, Kirsten Maldonado, and Beautiful's Jessica Keenan Wynn. It is very cool. It should, they film it at uh, the Legacy uh, restaurant in, in New York. It's gorgeous, and it's such a really cool conversation. So I highly recommend if you've got like I think it's like 18 minutes long. If you've got uh, time to watch it, it's uh, it's a really cool interview. And Katie Lynch is one of the best doing this kind of stuff out there. I'm I'm really proud and happy that she's part of the BWW team. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize it was a, a video, but I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yep. All right, what did we miss today? All right, already in some other news, here are some highlights that we didn't include in the main part of the show, but we wanted to make sure that you were aware of. Yesterday, it was announced that Steven Spielberg's big screen remake of West Side Story will hold open casting calls in New York and Orlando over the next few weeks. I'm going to submit myself for Anita. Um, also, the Public Theater announced a one-week extension for Miss You Like Hell. I want to live in America. Um, for Miss You Like Hell off-Broadway, the show will now play through May 13th. And finally, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt co-stars Tony Winner, Jane Krakowski, and Broadway favorite Titus Burgess will announce the Drama Desk nominees on April 26th. If you would like more information on any or all of these stories, please feel free to check them out in the show notes at broadwayradio.com. All right. Uh, let me ask some of the listeners out there. Uh, has anybody started getting uh, alerts from Deadline Hollywood? <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, yesterday, I'd never gotten an email from them before a couple of days ago. And then I've gotten like 15 in the last couple of days. And I'm not sure how I got on their list. It, it's okay, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I just wonder if, if it's just me. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? Alrighty, thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt, and subscribe to Sound Like a Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for kicking off your Wednesday with us. I will not be back tomorrow. Who are you going to be with, oh, Matt? Right. I will be with Julie tomorrow, and Julie and Daniela. Julie and Daniela tomorrow on Thursday's show, and I will be back with Matt on Friday to wrap up the week. We'll see you then. Mm-hmm.